Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of D&D RPG. Roll initiative. Alright, so you guys come to, all four of you come to, you find yourselves... Where is the other people? Mercer is absolutely like looking up, down, left, right for the other guys. The other guys. What other guys? The other ship that got consumed with us. You don't see any evidence. Do we even see our ship? No. You find yourselves in a room. Um, Two of you, Celine and Mercer, slumped over chairs or what would appear to be some variation of a chair and table. Zabak and Esther find themselves sitting up against the walls, all just passed out, and when you come to, you're just... <sighs> Mercer's looking around like, okay, where's my spear? Where's my arcane focus? Um, anything that your character had on you when you blacked out, yeah. you definitely still have on you exactly as is. So the spear's like sitting next to you. Your bag, however... Is on the ship somewhere. Was on the ship. You fool! You need to give me an investigation You've check. You doomed us all. Mercer needs to give me an investigation check. Well, I didn't. I wasn't expecting some big thing to come eat us either. So <laughs> I was expecting that to be robbed. Investigation. Oh, yes. Cool. Seventeen. Seventeen. As you're like trying to quickly look around, and all of a sudden, where's my back? Where's my? You see it actually strapped to the back of the seat you're sitting in. Comes up the backpack, sticks his hand down in there. Does his hand keep going? Yep. Does he grab a hold of the compass? Mm-hmm. Rummaging around. Everything's in there? Everything as it was when <coughs> you set it down. He uh, straps it on. Uh, are we still all hurt? Interestingly enough, no, you're not. You're all fully healed. Anything your characters had on you when you passed out, at whatever point you'd passed out, or when everybody blacked out from the vortex, yeah, just as, you have on you. Yeah, he just he just had his armor, his spear, his arcane focus. Yeah, your bag, um, interestingly enough, you still here. have. So he now has everything back. Uh-huh. Which I'm assuming is going to raise questions for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that, well, one, the fact that my backpack is is there, and the fact that I'm sitting at something at a, that looks like a table. A dining room table and chairs, yes. I think we're dealing with some intelligent, organic things that have actually made this this giant creature it's home are we in a clan no okay <laughs> no you are not uh yeah mercer like he like sits there and he puts it on blocks it down um how long have we been out um you're not sure okay. so do i feel like my arcane energies are fully Full, or do I feel like I've expended one of my slots from previous encounter? Um, you've 
You feel like you just finished a long rest. Okay, well, this is this is a plus. Well, <clears throat> the fact that we're all healed. Okay. A lot of onion. I can smell it all the way over here, and I'm jealous. Should have gotten more food. Okay. Should have known. Is he married to me how long? Anyway. Uh, at this point, um, Celine kind of like looks over. She kind of shrugs her arms and she's like, Mage armor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So this room resembles the overly ornate dining chamber of a noble. Save for the obvious undead flesh and bone walls, the room contains a large oblong tables surrounded by ornate wooden chairs. Each table is covered with platters, plates, bowls, silverware, and silver chalices. The place settings are heaped with delicious smelling fresh seafood and the chalices filled with fine wine. Mercer reaches into his bag, touches the compass, detect poison. You find nothing. I was starving, I'm eating. And proceeds to sit at the table and just... You take note of two things. And, and this is one of those unusual, you can't see it happen, but you know it's happening. Yeah. So let's say you find a, a turkey leg on one of the platters. You pull it off and you start eating on it. The turkey leg's back. The second you like blink or look away, it's back. You take a drink of the wine out of the chalice. The minute you blink, it's refilled. Uh, is there an exit to this room? Uh, yeah, let me finish reading here real quick. You are so just dazzled by everything you're seeing that you completely miss. And I mean, after you notice it, you're wondering how you missed it. But you completely missed and now notice... One, two, three, and four. Three of the Black Rift Warriors and the Archimandrite sitting on the opposite sides of the table with you guys. So they just appeared out of blue? Because that was the first thing I asked. It was, and if I had been a better DM, I would have told you right off the bat. Okay, then Mercer doesn't reach into his backpack at all. For what? anything he doesn't check his stuff the fact that that dude is here mm -hmm. asking for the compass i would not even i i not, okay. i would no way okay so we'll, we'll retcon and back that up a little bit you guys come to you see how the room looks and you notice that the black ripple and there is just as confused even the archimandrite's just oh dang it looking exactly. around like well if they're unconscious we can... no they're not unconscious yeah they're they're just as confused as you guys are. And like the three warriors are looking at the Archimandrite and the Archimandrite's just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it would appear if we wish to survive, we might have to work together. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so do you guys do anything? I look at him. Kind of looks at me. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mercer just kind of like meekly like staring at this dude like, you just beat the crap out of me. Not, I don't know how long ago. <laughs> uh, and Celine, uh, she discreetly gets up out of her chair mm-hmm. and makes her way over towards Mercer. So you carefully... She tries, at least. ...come over to here. Uh, she is not standing next to that dude. Yeah. I'm assuming Zabak is, yeah. is moving as well. No, Zabak's yeah. just sitting right at the head of the table, just grabbing a cra- crab leg, and just... Ow, cow, cow, cow. <laughs> <laughs> you want one? <laughs> <laughs> Are you allergic to soy? You don't have a shellfish allergy, do you? No, good. Here. So the Archimandrite, still kind of confused, looks at the three warriors and goes, find a way out of here, now. And they're just kind of confused. Like, uh, yes, sir. Um, Okay. And they get up and they start just slowly looking around trying to find a door. Um, do I, like I said, I, at the same time, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking to, for a way out. Do mm-hmm. I see what looks like an exit to what would be the backside of my character on the map? No, you don't. Okay. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see here. Um. So back here behind where you guys are at are bookshelves. Um, You do see uh, ornately looking candle sconces and obviously the organ here. So unless you guys plan on trying to dish it out with these four. Musical organ or um, giant heart? No. Morgan, then you guys, if you want to, can mark start trying to make investigation checks to try to find a way out. I want to know what kind of organ you're talking about. Celine does not find anything. Uh, Mercer got a 27. Best he can roll. Okay. The back got a natural 20. That's what Mercer got, too. Heck yeah. But he has a 7 on his investigation. Oh, no. Okay, so the first thing you notice is that the organ is playing by itself. Um, And uh, you also notice that it's designed to slide away from the wall. Well, let's slide it. Zabak says, hey, check this out. Yeah. I noticed it too. So However, we... there is a trick behind... Of I mean, it, being Mercer being the mechanically inclined, mm-hmm. you know that it's designed to move. But you also know it's not... You also know that it's designed to move under certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. You're just not sure what those... With that 27 investigation, can I tell? Um, I mean, I, that's the best I could absolutely roll. 
Oh, you rolled a natural 20. I rolled a natural okay. 20 with a plus yeah. 7 on my investigate. Um, here's what else I can get. You know it has something to do with the music being played on the organ. So we have to wait for the song to stop or a certain point in the song to be played. Not necessarily. Uh, Celine, you're the musically inclined. Care to play us a tune? <clears throat> like abracadabra, open up sesame? Um, in the midst of this, uh, the, um, one of the Black Rift warriors you see looking at the, uh, the bookshelves and as he does, uh, some sort of spell sets off and knocks him dead. Oh. No self, don't touch the bookcases. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. And the Arch of Mandrites just kind of... Foolish. Punk. What the... I am not enjoying this. Celine, yeah, Celine are, goes man. over to the organ and she's going to... Actually, wait, wait, no, I take it back. Mercer and Celine are not going to touch the bookshelves, but in conjunction, mm -hmm. they're going to work together to see if they see any sheet music on the bookshelves. Okay. So Celine's going to try to assist Mercer because he has a better investigate skill. It's on its edge. So Celine uh, is going to assist Mercer. She rolled a 12. All right. Mercer got a double 14s, so that's a 21 on investigation. Okay. Of all the books you look at, you see nothing relating to sheet music. Okay. Uh, then they're both going to go over to the organ, mm -hmm. and they're going to look to see if they can discern what musical set of notes are required to unlock Okay, Celine is a bard. Yeah, she is. She can give me a perception check as she's looking at the organ. Can Mercer assist her? I mean, because mechanically inclined, he would be able to maybe see the mechanics. Correct, of but does he is he capable of performance in the same way that Celine is? Anybody can perform. It's just whether they are right. But given that she's a bard, this is what the fact that she's a bard is what's okay. giving her that capability. No, Mercer Mercer can play, but he's not a. Yeah, no. I rolled a one. Okay. <clears throat> so, she's looking at the, uh, she's looking at the organ. Something about the organ playing music is, like, right there at the back of her head, but she's not figuring it out. She just knows it has something to do with the music being played. She reaches over and hits a key. Just a random note. Boom! An A sharp. Give me a con saving throw. Oh, snap. Celine. That's going to be an 11. Oh, you just missed it by one. Don't tell us that. That's not what I want. That's what I want. Oh, you're lucky. Minimum damage. She takes two points of thunder damage. 
as a disordinate blast of sound comes out of the organ. Can she make another check? Yes. Let's see. Let's roll for this dice instead. What check are you wanting to make? Uh, you're you're having me make a um perception check. Yes. Okay. Yes. Twelve. A 12 would get it, um, especially now since she hit a key that's not being played, mm -hmm. set off a bad sound. She's starting to wonder, well, what if I... Because you're seeing the key... Play in tune with the song. Right. She sits down. She cracks her knuckles. If I die, I'm coming back to haunt you, Mercer. Tell him. Um, and proceeds to play in tune with the song. Okay, give me a performance check. 21. 21. She starts playing, and she begins to mimic the exact same keys that are playing. Mm -hmm. And as she does, with every keystroke she hits, she starts to feel the organ move in the same tempo and pattern as the organ's playing. Okay. And the organ pulls forward just enough to be able to slip. And the second that happens, the Archimandrite goes, Who are you people, and why do you even have this astral compass in the first place. We're the chosen ones, man. What does that mean? It means whatever. It means we were lucky and got it, and feel free to be the first ones to leave. Yeah, suck it, man. What's your purpose <laughs> for it? Oh, good. Why do you insist on hanging on to something like that? Why are you so questiony? What's with, what's with the third degree, <clears throat> man? Ultimately. Here's the thing, though. He can kill us. Well, he doesn't have to try. Yeah. So you might as well not tick him off. Well, I mean, he seems like... Good save there. I mean, as Mercer like... just... He just walks over. He and then he kicks you in the shin. Ow! Oh, he seems Stop mad... It. He seems mad enough already. What am I going to do? That, that was a t-shirt idea. Doing a picture of Mercer just pointing... Like, pointing out at the shirt. The Similar to, like, Uncle Sam going, I want you... But it's a I picture of Mercer. I kick you in your shins. Damn right. <laughs> hey, two spells. Two spells, and you were on your butt. Hey, man. So was Esther and almost Celine. Hey, man. Come on. You want to fight him? Be my guest. Man, Mercer sits back on the chair and kicks his feet up on the table. Dude, Have I, at it. I would kick his butt at Beat Saber, but like. <laughs> Mercer, Mercer, with his like you said, with his feet up on the table at this point, as he's got done smarting off, he looks at him and goes, "We stumbled upon it. The guild asked us to investigate it. That's what we're doing. Simple as that. It makes us money." <coughs> Says my interests are that of the Black Rift. Oh, your Black Rift can go shove it. They've tried killing me too many times. Yeah, man. And not in all dealings with the compass. Unfortunately, this is where Mercer's bad side starts coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, you're lucky. 
he just kind of taps his staff on the ground like I just do what I'm told and I'm an envoy for the militants of Black Rift now do you know anything else about this place I don't even know what this place is or what the creature that ate us is yeah we're man. stuck here just like you yeah we're, we're we know as much as you do at this point man Esther comes up to him and tries to put her arm around a big baddie boy's shoulder. And let's just, let's just, it's water under the bridge, man. And then, okay, so you guys, Celine's now here at the, <coughs> at the organ. I'm assuming Mercer's up here with her. Did Esther and Zabak come up here too? Yeah. I think one of those regular guys. Yep. This guy fell dead. Whoop. <laughs> this guy fell dead right here. The Archimandrite's over here. And these two are right here. And as you guys are all talking, you hear from behind you um, an odd sort of... Uh, um, you know the the conjuration, the sound of the conjuration spell in Skyrim when you summon something like a that yeah. sound. From behind you, you guys hear that, and you see shrouded in black silks and wearing a tilted emerald crown, an eyeless skull turns and observes each of you. Oh, I don't like that. And speaks in a rapsy yet joyful tone. <clears throat> Welcome, my new honored guests, to my charming home. Hi. I am the master of the Leviathan, but please call me Calva... Da Ca the heck is that name? Calva Codus. Okay. I hope you enjoy your stay as much as my previous guests did. Um. I'll be honest, you can get rid of the riffraff, and I point over at the Black Rift Gang. Yeah, they're not It'll be more friends. enjoyable. They're not very hospitable. Hospitable. I mean, At least we know how to, to speak. Hospital. You could get rid of them, too. We'd be perfectly fine. Hey, man. We're the chosen ones. Uh, he gestures broadly at the books lining the room as he makes the remark. Assures that the ships are safe. This close. This close. I know. <laughs> he, he <does>? What? <laughs> she knows. <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? What does Mercer always do when someone gets lippy with him? Kicks him in the shin. He doesn't have any shins to kick. <laughs> no, he has bony shins. I can still kick him. The problem is he'll smoke me on the spot. <laughs> There's a difference. So yeah. far, everyone I kind of picked a fight with, it, I was this, confident this I could why, take on. This is why I like Mercer, because it's like one of those charging up moments. Like, he'll come across so many people that he knows he can pick a fight with and be like, ha, see? Screw you. But then there's that one person that he thinks he can pick a fight with until and he realizes, I, I screwed up. up. The first one was Aurora, the dragon, and now she savors every moment of being able to make him squeamish. <laughs> and now it's the Archimandrite. <laughs> like, I want to be your... I want to kick your... I, I'm going to back up. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, Kodas does, insure, does uh, assure you that your ships, both of your ships, are safe in the gullet of the Leviathan. 
along with the rest of your crews. Um, however, he also makes mention that he's keeping them alive for study and eventual disassembly. Uh, I, f I prefer not. Yeah, I don't want to do anything. I, I do kind of have a small place in my heart for uh, Bob Stratus. Yeah, we like Bob Stratus. He's cool, man. He's flighty. my he's my cloud goal. Oh yeah. yeah. He's kind of flighty, but you know. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Bob Stratus. You like how I don't announce anyone else? I just put Bob Stratus as the only one. <laughs> not even Celine. No, Celine's with no. us. I'm talking about the rest of the crew who's oh. on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, not even hell. Jeez, dude. It's not like we need him to, like, I don't know, make the ship go. Oh my god. You're all the same. Um, he kind of chuckles a little bit and he goes, Regardless of whether you want people kept alive or not, you are here to join in servitude under um, me. We kind of have more important things to do. Uh, if I say no? Yeah, what happens if we, like, say no? What if we're not down for this? Then you get to stay here and relax until you realize you made the wrong choice. See, now, it's not really a choice. It's not really a choice. So, well, here's what's going to happen. You're going to let us go. Esther is starting to look a little unhinged as she approaches this bony boy. If you really want to try to escape, you're more than welcome to. You're not going to, but oh, we are. You, you're not going to. We are. And she tackles him. It's it's the the blue number one, not not not. The Archimandrite's just as much of a prisoner here yes. as you guys are. It's him. She's yeah, she's approaching the dude. Okay, bro. she's approaching him as she's saying all this. So, and, and then she's going to, like, tackle Bony McDougal. You said Esther. Esther. Oh, Esther. Zabak is like, what is I, happening? Well, es Zabak's always been, like, the more physical one. Esther's spellcaster. Yeah. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, So, here's 25. what's going to happen, and she tackles him. Ooh, that's an attack ball, right? That's going to be, uh... Plus strength. Tell me what you rolled before you tell me what you're going to do. 17. Straight roll. 17. Okay. 17. To tackle him, and you might grapple him. She's okay. Mad. As a reaction, you go to lunge at him. All he does, sitting in the chair like I am right now, mm -hmm. is lift his right hand up, and you are now suspended in the air, hovering above him, <laughs> and floating <laughs> upward. <laughs> and he just kind of looks up at you and goes, You're going to be the first one I study. Once you've died. Study this! And she starts, she spins over, drops her drawers. Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're suspended in the air. You're able you're to paralyzed. like... paralyzed. You're able to move, oh. but it's like being stuck in one spot underwater. Okay, she hops a loogie. Blah. Study this! Blah. She he, spits at him. He wipes it off, puts his fingers to your forehead, and just shoves you, and you ah! float back across the room. I messed up. Help. Oh, man. That's all I got, guys. Sorry. Drops his hand back down. You fall like three feet, hit the side of the table, and then fall oh. to the floor. Well, isn't Zabat going to try to catch her? Zabat's going to try to catch her. Okay. Oh, no. What would that be? Uh, Dex? To try to catch her? 
of a 14 to try to catch her before she gets smashed on the table. Well, she kind of halfway catches her, so you don't land on your back, but you hit the edge of the table, oh. roll off, and kind of fall into Zabak's arms as your feet hit the ground. Yeah, where did that come from? I don't like being trapped. Uh, it's too much like childhood, man. Um, as soon as you fall, the Archimandrite attempts to attack this guy. Yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping for. Mercer just Mercer just sits on the chair. That's kind of what I was hoping for. <laughs> In Mercer's mind, he's like, yes, it's not me. I'm yes. enjoying the show as I, I wait for this thing to just like somehow just like go away, peasant. Full, full scale lightning bolt, like <clears throat> maximum attack from the staff blasted at Calvacodos and... As he does that, a globe of invulnerability appears around Calvacodos. Oh, that's good. Okay. We'll be honest. Mercer cannot contain himself. He... (laughs) (laughs) Just unimpressed, he asks the Lich exactly how powerful he is and pivots his attention to to the far out and uses his paralyzing touch ability on the Archimandrite. Oh. And then just stops and goes, Now, are there any more questions? Is he paralyzed? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Zabak's like, No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do Persuasion. it. Persuasion. No. Mercer with a. Oh, no. <laughs> with a 17 persuasion. Yeah, no. Is he paralyzed? Zabak's trying to persuade him not to do this. Do it. It's going to go badly for you later. Mercer doesn't think about later. He thinks about the now. Oh, he says, God. it doesn't matter. And you see the Archimandrite and both the Black Rift Warriors disappear. Oh, crap. I don't like that. Um, they weren't our friends exactly, but... As well oh, as, I don't care about them. They can as go well away. as the dead Black Rift <coughs> Warrior that died earlier. Ooh. That's one problem solved. I mean, if you want to look at it that way... He then cackles another quick smile and goes, Regardless of what you choose to do, I'm very excited to see what you're capable of today. Be sure to finish your food. Nutrition is key. And then teleports himself away. Ah, he's okay. a bag of dirt. Now, Mercer then reaches into his backpack, touches the the compass, detects poison. Um, I think we're gonna be no, you don't find any poison. Then well, Mercer you... like hops down on the chair and proceeds to just like, Hold on. One thing you did notice is when he said that, he tipped his finger under one of the plates. Yeah. And kind of leaned it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it was a very distinctive before he disappears. (laughs) Ha 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 ha, sucker. Mercer proceeds to eat. Okay. And like I said before, with a blink of an eye, whatever you've started eating on, you look back yeah. down at the platter plate or the glass or whatever, and it's it's as if you didn't take anything at all. But it is food you are eating. Yeah, after about, like, you know, like well. six seconds of this, Selene smacks him in the back of the head. <laughs> Use your manners. You got silverware. As he has, like, a half of, like, a leg stuck in his mouth, just like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fine, as he well, speaks with a mouthful of food. Well, never look a gift horse in the mouth. Zabak sits down and 
daintily puts a napkin over her lap, arranges her silverware, <clears throat> starts, you know, serving up her portion. Okay, so right now Mercer and who else is eating? Celine will sit down and eat as well. Celine, Zabak, is Esther yeah, eating too? Esther sighs and says, well... We have to fight another day and start right. gobbling. So we've got Celine, Mercer, Zabak. All four of us. So one, two, yeah, three, we're all four. Okay. So as you guys are eating, at one point Esther kind of bumps her plate. Mm-hmm. And here's a weird tink sound from underneath her plate. Picks up her plate. Well. And stuck to the bottom of your plate, oh, no. um, you find a key. The look of the key and the appearance of, key, of the key would indicate that it does go to something in Mercer in the Leviathan, but you have no idea where. Mercer looks where Esther's sitting uh-huh. and puts two and two together at the plate that uh, Cal, as I'm going to call him, is lifted up the plate and slid the key underneath there before he vanished. Our good buddy Cal left that, by the way. Well, okay, cool, but what's it go to, man? I don't know, because we'll figure it out after we eat. Cool. Alright, so you you guys tell me when you're what you're doing and when you're ready. So after we get done eating, yeah. the first thing I do is um I look around, I'm, you know, did I notice a keyhole? No, I guess it should be a new investigation check. Yeah. Mercer's going to investigate around to see if he finds a new keyhole anywhere along the place. Okay. With a 26. Yeah. You did not see a keyhole anywhere. Oh. Even looking behind the organ? Yep. The organ <clears throat> revealed a tunnel. Well, pocket the key for now. Cool. So this... I know you can't see it very well, but this shade of blue here. I can barely see it. Are you colorblind? Well, no, it's just really no, it's dark just on the back. No. I know, I didn't. Uh, I was trying to be funny, but okay. Oh, uh, this instance I am not. Oh. My dad is, though. Oh, dang. I'm just trying to see here. That's, uh, da, 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 da. Mercer takes a. Uh, he rips a turkey leg off and throws it down the aisle, or throws it down the uh, the passageway. Does it go splatting along the way? Um, or does it vanish? It it goes spinning down the way. Yeah. So. Mercer's going to look around for the food. Look for, like, are there, like, any nuts? Um, you know, stuff that's, that food that can travel. Um, you have to be more specific. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, non-perishables. Yeah, like, is is there jerky? So, snacks or whatever. You know, Um, enough that he can, you know, take take a silver dish dump it out on the thing and then just kind of like and then cover it up and then put it in his bag so that they have food to eat. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, Road snacks. Basically trail rations. Um, 
like bread, um, some like cheese. Bread and cheese, yes. Nuts, no. Im imagine like an an overly done Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. So okay, the typical so stuff you would expect. To really, find. just the bread and cheese are the only things that can travel. So he uh, grabs a couple loaves of bread, waits for him to populate. Grabs a couple more loaves of bread. Grabs a couple, you know, chunks of cheese. <laughs> so he has enough for like probably what would, what would last for like a couple days. I will say this: the uh, the wine that's in the chalices, there are also actual bottles of wine on the table. Too. He uh, grabs all of them. Party of mercy. <laughs> Yeah, now I gotta figure out how many there are. Well, they repopulate, right? Yeah. <laughs> eight bottles. Right. So he takes the eight bottles. And, and then... because I know you're gonna need to know this for the fact that it's a bag holding, each of them we're gonna say is half a pound. Okay. Even uh, though a, a full bottle is usually about a pound. No, it's like three pounds, man. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to be in favor of the players. But yeah, here. no, 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 no. These are like small bottles. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> So he, he grabs uh, 16 bottles, bottles. Which, I mean, a regular bottle is an individual 16 bottle. 16 bottles of wine? Yeah. Okay. Because that's enough for them for, if they ration it out, they can probably get away with. Now that is alcohol. Days. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, it's not water. Just making sure you're aware. No, <laughs> no, we know. But, that's why he's grabbing it. But, uh, well, yeah, I mean, he, he likes his wine, but at the same time. He, uh, you know, a, wa a glass of wine is enough to keep them going. It's, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, is there any, wa like, water on the table? Oh, sure. There's, like, a pitcher. There's two pitchers in the middle of each table that's just a pitcher of ice So water. he uncorks his wines, his water skin, mm -hmm. fills it up, Yep. corks it. Set it back down. You look at it again. again. It's filled back up. Fill up Celine's. Mm-hmm. Give me your water skins. Yeah, man. Fill them up. Alright. <clears throat> Actually, Mercer has even a better idea. Hmm. He then proceeds to go and grab another eight bottles of wine, <laughs> uncorks them, walks over, wait, wait, wait. cries momentously. No, Esther's like, wait. Give me one. Hands you one. Chugs it. Cries momentously Here, as he <laughs> chugs the second one. Give me a con saving throw. Okay, six now. Esther chugs two of them. And so. continues to cry momentously as he's in the corner just... Oh no, two. <laughs> Plus, I don't know whatever, but I don't think that... No matter what I add to it, I don't think I You're, you're tipsy. Oh no, that was a bad idea. You're going to be at a disadvantage on skill checks for an hour. Oh, like crap. I said, Mercer's sitting there idea. crying. <laughs> As he empties out, you know, those eight bottles of wine. Right. Walks over to the pitcher. Um, okay. So, yeah, all right. I'm going to, I'll let it go that way. And I get eight bottles of water, too. Okay. I was going to say, as soon as you pour out the wine and set it back upright, it's full of wine again. <laughs> Well, I don't set it on the table. I set it down on the ground. Well, no, it, it's one of those, you pour it out, it's setting back <clears throat> up right again. Oh, there's more wine in there. Well, I didn't know. Worth a shot, it, it could go either way. I'm, I'm, I'm being He's nice and letting you have hats. eight bottles of so water. So, 16, 16 bottles of wine, eight He's, bottles of water, yeah. with now, all full water skins. Because of how you guys described wanting the bottles to be, 
the bottles of water, we're going to say three of the bottles are the equivalent to a water skin. Nice. Okay. That's fine. But at least this way, we can substitute in some water with the alcohol mm-hmm. and enough to keep us extend this because I don't know how long we're going to be in here. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So do you guys... At this point, yeah, we're going to have to head down the corridor. We don't have a choice. Yeah, we got to go check stuff out. You disappeared. There was nothing else. While we were investigating that room, we didn't Mm -hmm. find anything else whatsoever that's worthwhile. Correct. (coughs) You saw a few things that, after seeing how the bookshelf was trapped, could look like they were also trapped. So... I, you know, yeah, obviously that's not something you're going to mess around with. Tell me again. You, so you... he, he basically, he kind of looks around, and he gets this, this like, little, like, <laughs> shoves a turkey off a pl- one of the large platters, grabs it, <laughs> wipes it down. <laughs> Takes four large silver platters. Four silver goblets. Okay. Uh, make note of that on your character, and then that I way am. I can come back and tell you how much they're worth later. Okay. So for the moment, I'm not going to move your characters until we get to a spot where we need you guys on the map again. Uh, let's see. Oh, why was that? I mean, he's already taken four large silver platters, four goblets. He's going to take four silver plates. And a set of silverware for all of them. So as you guys start to head down the tunnels, um, you turn that corner, you come back around, and uh, give me perception checks. Did you say well perception? Yes. Okay. Mercer got a 19. Oh! oh. Esther doesn't perceive anything because she's... Celine didn't break a 10. Okay. Um, So one person got a 19. Everybody else is pretty certain they failed. No, that did not fail. 17. That's not a failure. Okay, so I'm going to explain this for the podcast, but I'm also not going to do it because it's really complicated and complex. In the book, it has sets of skeleton crews it has three sets of tables. I'll take that back. I might throw a little bit of this in here. But it has three sets of tables where you have a skeleton crew with favored weapons, a skeletal crew with heritages behind them, like what they were before they became a skeleton, and then specialty things, that certain things that different skeletons can do. Um... I'm not going to throw this into all of them because we would never get out of these fights. Yeah. But uh, there are several periodic sets of skeletal crews that exist throughout the Leviathan. If it's not already obvious, a lot of what you're going to be dealing with in here is going to be undead. Um, So, the 19, there was at least two fails. Who was it? What was the last roll? Zebek had a 17. Okay, so... The 17 and the 19 here. You hear unusual tapping sounds and um, uh, the sounds of like uh, bones cracking. 
<clears throat> sort of thing. And kind of like how if you get up in the morning and you're real stiff and sore and you're like your back cracks or your shoulders crack or something mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you hear footsteps coming down the hallway. Where the heck Brace yourselves, you? everyone. 272. Sound bad? It's coming. So I'm going to set you guys up. Tell me what order you want to be in here. You guys, it's a very tight hallway coming down. Mer- or not Mercer. The back is first. Yeah. The back is up in the... Mercer will probably if if Esther is not directly behind Zabek, mm-hmm. uh, Mercer will be, and then probably rinse and repeat with Esther and then Celine. Mm-hmm. So like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's gonna be right here. Okay. These guys are not going to be in order. Okay. So I'm going to set that right in front of me so I remember it. Um, yeah. I need. <coughs> guys hear them and at the same time they heard you so there's no chance for surprises but it is going to be initiative oh man mm, I was expecting it still oh no I like this little eraser I like this a lot oh, <laughs> Merry Christmas it was a fun little gift I, I appreciate it yeah, you- Freaking better. I, I'll elaborate on this for our listeners. One of the gifts I got for Christmas was a roll-up set of battle mats that came with four double-sided laminated uh, grid battle maps. It came with a set of dice, dry erase markers, and a little eraser, and it all came compact in a cardboard tube, and I think it is freaking awesome. And who, who gave it to you? You did. Who am I? Everybody knows that you're my wife. Okay, yes. Well. <laughs> you're the one who got it. Surprise! Shock! Alright, initiative. What did Celine get? Eight. Eight. Mercer got eight. Uh, who's got the higher dex? Mercer. Mercer? Okay, so Mercer will go before Celine. <clears throat> what did Zabak get? Zabak got eight. And what did... What's Zabak's dexterity? We got the same. Yeah, they got the same. You go first. Well, no, I'm out front. I should go first. Go first. Is that Zabak? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, they so both have 16s. Zabak, Merster, and then Celine. What yep. did Esther get? Esther got a nine. <laughs> so we're literally going bottom to top here. So it'll be the skeletons, Esther, 
Is it bad? Yeah, there you go. You don't even have to write it in no, a sir. number because you already got it in order. Selene. I know, but knowing me, I'm going to be like, uh, oh, yeah. All right, so the skeletons are first. Um, let me see here. Out of the six of them, one of them has a bow. The rest of them have short swords. So they all move up to attack. So 5, 10, 15, 5, 10. Thanks for taking one for the team, Master. Well, the back up, huh? Yeah, well, it's a, it's basically like a, a ten foot hallway. Oh. And the way you are, you just put yourself. Esther is just kind of catty corner to uh, Zebek, so <laughs> you're both right in front. Man, meat that's shields some, go. That's some crap. Esther's not a meat shield. Uh, okay, well, they actually have to hit you first. So, um. So number three is going to swing a sword at Esther. Number four is going to swing a sword at the back. Uh, the one swinging at Esther got a ten. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming that's a miss. Yep. The one swinging at the back. <sighs> Nineteen, my dude. Twenty-two. Oh crap! You got the martially adept one on the back. Yes. Dang. And four. Six points piercing damage. Ow. At this point, you take note that one of the skeletons uh-huh. is much smaller than the other ones. It's going to be uh, one, two, three, four. We'll say it's this guy, number five, here in the back. He's much smaller, okay. but he has a halfling sized great sword that oh, he pulls okay. off of his back of two hands. And, uh, yeah, he, he's the one that stands out a little bit differently from everybody else. Number six back here has the bow and attempts to, I mean, evens are odds. Even. Even, well, we'll just do this. Esther is evens, the back is odds. Evens takes a shot at Esther with the short bow. Going for a squishy. No. That's a 12. Uh-huh. Miss? All right. So, it's Esther's turn. Man, I don't appreciate that attitude. Magic missile. You. That's like the one spell you can get away with casting with somebody right there in front of your face, isn't it? Nope. <laughs> She's going to, oh wait, I, and I can't back up. Cause... Yeah, no. First level. Blam! Oh, freaking crack. Twelve points of damage. Pew 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 pew. Oh, oh. You good? Yeah. All on the same guy. Yeah. Cause I'm mad now. He really does. God bless him. Are you okay? He's dying. I took a bite of a burger and somehow I'm getting hiccups and burping at the same time. Ouch. Okay. He didn't like that. He's still up, but he really, really, really did not like that. Ah, get wrecked. Um, Zabak's turn. All right, my turn. She kind of muscles her way around Esther. 
No, you're right oh, in right. front. You're, yeah, you're <clears throat> at the front. Uh, I want to move to flank. You don't have any space to. Yeah, this space right here is actually the bookshelf and part of the room yeah. in here. So you're gonna try to bring. That's why nobody's at. Gonna try to bring the orb like straight down instead okay. of like flailing. Yeah, you have side. you have a, an honest five foot clearance overhead. Uh, that's gonna be not not five foot. Uh, ten foot clearance overhead. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> Who are you hitting? Uh, the dude straight that got zapped by Esther. Or blasted. You kill him. Okay, cool. He had one hit point left. So if you hit, you kill him. Blam! Dead. So he goes and just turns into a pile of bones. Uh-huh. Um, it's Mercer's turn. The halfling. The one back here, number five. Yep. Do I do I have like with with the skeletons being hollow and whatnot, and kind of you know with it you know there are two five foot spots. Do I got at least where I can see him? You have a small sliver of space where you can Perfect. see him. Small guy, to small guy, fireball. Nice. <laughs> with a uh, twenty six to hit. Oh, that, that's a hit. Four. Two points of fire damage. <laughs> He's still up. Give me my two new shields. <laughs> um, and then Celine's turn. Same thing. Fireball at that little guy. Mm -hmm. With a 20 to hit. That's a hit. Four nine points of fire damage. All right, now he ain't happy. And she goes, she mimics the same thing. I, I wonder how Mercer's feeling that he, he's like the big, he's like, he's the little guy, but he acts like the big tough guy, and he's just like, and then Celine comes behind him. You'll see what happens next. Oh, man. Small man syndrome comes out. He wasn't planning on wasting a spell slot, but he's going to now. Oh, Lord. All right, so it's their turn again. Uh, this guy shifts over. He shifts over. This one shifts up. This one shifts up. This one stays back. Um, <clears throat> yep. You guys are lucky you're in a tight neck tunnel, so they can only swing about two to three at a time at you. Uh-huh. Two. So, uh, number four goes to hit Esther. Oh, man. With a 19. Dang it. I don't remember. Four, five. Seven points of piercing damage. Ow. Number two goes to hit S uh, Zabak and misses. Number six in the back tried to shoot Esther and is now going to try to actually shoot. Yeah, he's going to try to shoot Mercer because Mercer is now noticeable after firing off the spells. Yeah. <sighs> Eleven. Shoots an arrow at me. Yeah. I raise my shield a little. Bing! Go! <laughs> um, Esther's turn. Man, this is some crap. Alright, she's just gonna swing around her weight bar and try to just brain these guys. So, order up. Next one. Let's. Oh. Nope. Nope. 
Nope. What'd nope. you roll? Mm. Roll it again. Well, oh, that's a 19. Okay. So you don't critically crumble. You just miss. Ah! Is it back? Magic missile. All right. This is how it's done now. Rage. <laughs> she rages. Oh, no. <laughs> it's 11 to hit. Oh, wait. Rage. Plus two. Plus two. Uh, 13 to hit. <laughs> You just barely make it. <laughs> they don't have distinguished armor, but they have enough to have some kind of armor, and you just barely make the hit. D12. Right. Which one are you swinging at? The bladed. Uh, why is this right in front of me? No, well, that's number two and number four, so which number one are you? Number two. Okay. It's my D12. It's my D12. Is this a 12? Yep. Oh, <laughs> well, it's still six points of damage. So. What are you swinging with? My bladed oar. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. How much damage did you do? Okay. Uh, Mercer's turn. So, Mercer takes his action to generate a small little force cannon on his hand like he's been doing. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, man. You do that, I immediately think of Mega Man. Basically. That's what he goes for. 13 on the nose. Heck yeah. That's a hit. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Wait, you have to fire that thing like... So it's kind of like an Eldritch Blast. I, yeah, I can choose how to, yeah. Mm, yeah, okay. I can make it an autonomous little guy running around, mm -hmm. or I can... Well, I knew you could change the shape. I'm talking about the attack itself. Yeah. Three points of force damage. Bro. On number five? Yeah. <laughs> he looks at it. And you can you can kind of see the jawline of the little halfling skeleton sort of like cackling a little bit like. Because <laughs> uh, it takes his action to do that, and then a bonus action to shoot it. So right. His if his turns. His and, and that's what he does. He just kind of looks at it. It's kind of like you know a little, little like force smokes rolling off of it. And as he's holding the great sword, it looks up at its. At the rib cage, the sternum where you hit, and it just kind of brushes itself off. Yeah, he's not even paying attention to him. <laughs> he's looking at this thing like, "Bro, work, dog on it." Selene's turn. She's gonna firebolt him with a twenty-four to hit. <laughs> That's a hit for nine points of damage. <laughs> Man, she's just showing Mercer up. Yeah, that that little halfling skeleton literally just explodes in a pile of bones. Not enough to hurt anybody, but... She looks down at Mercer. Personal. You're failing today. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. He looks up at Mommy, her. Sorry. Looks down at her shin. Looks up at her. I'm gonna poop in your own nest there, Mercer. That's their interaction. The back advises you not to poop in your own nest. 
it's their turn. So once again, four and he two. He leans over to you, says, "Don't look at the bucket in the crow's nest, then." Well, that's disgusting. <laughs> 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 You're a nasty wee boy, aren't you? I like yeah. that. That was good. I'm going to find you a Gross, but good. I'm going to find you a pipe. I don't want you dumping that down on us. You may have noticed occasionally he kind of looks over. looks. The... So a 22 to hit Esther <laughs> for four <laughs> points of damage. Biological warfare. Four on, on Esther. Yep. Crap, man. Crit on Zabak. Oh, frick. Well, you're raging, so it's... For max damage, so... <clears throat> 12, 14 points on Esther. Seven. Wait, is the crit on Esther or Zabak? On Zabak. Okay. Did I say Esther? Yes, you just said I meant Zabak. I'm sorry. I meant Zabak. And then the arrow shot is going to be at uh, Mercer again. Misses again. Horribly. Mercer's still having like the little tiff with her. So he's not paying attention as the arrow whizzes by him. (laughs) It goes straight over head by like... Eight inches, and he's just not paying any attention at all. <laughs> that poor skeleton's just getting insulted. <laughs> it's Esther's turn again. Dude, These guys are not attention. looking good at this point. All right. <clears throat> Let me think a moment After eating that sandwich, I'm stuffed. Okay. You don't want a bed, a bacon cheddar stuffed. I potato. do, but I, my tummy would be like, "You eat that now. You going? It's going. It's going to end up in places it doesn't need to be." <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a question about earth tremors. Hmm. Earth tremors. That's indiscriminate. Everybody within range would have to make a dex save. Is that a spell? Yeah. I don't know every spell. So self 10 foot radius, you cause a, te- a tremor to the ground 10 foot radius. Each creature other than you in the area must make a dexterity saving throw on a fail safe. Creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage. So from where you're standing, so, that's yes, guaranteed everybody... to affect your party more than it will the skeletons. Okay, I'm not going to do that then. Those area of effect spells that, that affect the immediate area all around you work a lot better for individual situations when you're surrounded. Cool. Lightning breath. <clears throat> Gotta make a deck saving throw. She can um, probably lean a little bit to line to get four and six in the blast. That's what I'm trying to do. Try to hit. So you're going to try to hit here to here? Mm-hmm. There's a 30-foot line. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Technically, they're not in direct line with each other from Esther, but... I'm going to let you have it because it's kind of an odd situation to be in. All right, so they both need to make... Dex? 11. Yeah, they made it with a 20. Okay. Wow. 30, 20. I rolled an 18. So, does everybody take half or not at all? They take half damage. Come on, max damage. Piece of crap. Well, you got half of it. Three points. Three? Total. That's already halved. Yeah. All right, so number four... Goes down. Ha! How you like me now? Oh, excuse me. Number six kind of stops, looks around like, what the heck just hit me? And then goes to pull out another arrow. Ah! 
Um, it is Zabak's turn. Okay, hold on. I can't hold on. We're recording. All right, Zabak. Zabak's turn. Go. All right. Um. All right. All right. You have the advantage right now because they don't. It's not their turn, so they can't advance forward. Mm -hmm. So you guys, if you were to take out number two. You could actually advance forward up to number one. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Mom's back. Uh, it's not a great hit, but it's going to be a hit. It's going to be 18 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. I thought. Frick. Seven points of damage. He was a little bit more up, but that's still enough to kill him, too. Heck yeah. And then I assume you move up five feet. Uh huh. Alright. Um, it is now Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to do the, the little movement dance a little bit to get to where he has line of sight of six. So he's going to shift up to the other side of... To right here? Yep, to the back. Okay, that's not a space right there. That's more wall than floor. Okay, that's why I'll, nobody's been in that. Then I'll pass through the Wait, no, I, I take that back. There was somebody there earlier, so yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I don't know to say. So, I'm tall, he's short. number he's six, in. he taps his force cannon a little bit. <laughs> like how you hit something to make it work. 14 to hit. Yeah. Yeah, you just made it past the AC. Nine points of damage. Yeah. Cooking with gas now. He ain't looking good. And then he does the dance back because he has 25 feet of movement. Yeah, back to right yep. here. Really? No. And then Five, Celine 10, moves 10. forward to rinse and repeat. So 5, 10, 15, 20. You had to, she had to move through your space to get up to here. So That's 5, 10, 15. 15. Well, she can just step over him. Still, you, she had to move through his space. Uh, if you hit him, you kill him. I hit him. Then you kill I him. just want to make sure, what, yeah, 16 to hit. Yeah, you kill him. You only had one hit point left. For six points of fire damage. Uh, yeah. yeah. Crispy critter. Sad thing is you also destroyed his bow and his arrows, too. That's oh. fine. And then, uh, Celine moves back. Well, she moved 15 up, so 5, 10, 15 yeah. right here. So six is gone. Yep. And it's number one's turn. <coughs> Come on, Boyle. He just tries to score off with Zabak at that point. Oh, and he critically fumbles and goes yeah. to swing the sword, and it like as he swing, as he pulls his arm back to swing, <laughs> the sword slips out of his hand, and so he swings an empty. No, his arm pops off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He goes to swing, and his arm falls off his shoulder, and he just swings a shoder like. The back gets an attack of opportunity. Heck yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> and oh crap, eleven. That is she still raging? Thirteen. Mm -hmm. Thirteen to hit. Right on the money. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He has not been hit yet. I'll get wrecked. She did. Frick! Yes! Oh, this is gonna be seventeen points of damage, boy. One swing. Pow! And you just like. 
you see a in slow motion. You see a distinctive cut line through this guy where bone is just breaking off in the path of the axe, and mm-hmm. he just the bladed <clears throat> or falls. The bladed or yeah, the bladed or. It's treated like a great axe, so I keep saying axe. <clears throat> and so he's gone. The only thing that is still intact at this point is that great sword from earlier. Celine walks over, grabs it. She isn't able to. No, she drags it. it backwards and goes, like I said, personal. Mercer, you can put the senior bag and hold it for me, thanks. And then turns around. <laughs> Mercer's like, the back's just looking between. I'm like, what? Just looking back and forth. So after the sound of the echoing sounds have kind of uh, stepped away, um, you start to hear a different sounds of echoing as. Oh. Beautiful music is heard echoing from down the hallway. Man, I don't like that. His back gonna... is hurt, right? Yeah, his back's hurt. And so is Esther. Esther um, is a <clears throat> little more emergent than uh, the back. Because she's, uh, so, she's about fitty-fitty right yeah. now. <laughs> okay, so Selena's going to use two charges each on her staff. Sweet. One for... Esther, for an amazing four points of health. Oh, thanks. Um, and six points back to um, <coughs> Zebek. All right. right. Oh, Esther can use that more, but that's okay. Well, it's it's a roll. It's okay. Cool, cool, cool. No problem. <laughs> I can't just like magically. Here you go. So after you notice the music and you guys decide to heal up a little bit and everything, you also take note of sloshing noises and sharp chemical smells coming from the passage leading ahead of you. Mm, I used to be a housekeeper in a previous life, you know, before I start being So the path comes back around this way. Mm -hmm. And as you get to this point right here that's between this wall of the room you were in and this opening here, that acid, that uh, sharp chemical smell becomes very strong and concentrated and acidic. Mercer, Mercer draws, you know, sheds a small tear as he reaches into his bag, grabs one of those fancy napkins, takes his knife or you know, slits, you know, a couple strips off of it. Well, I mean, we could always go back and grab more. Stuffs we? his nose, hands two to Celine. She. Anyone else? Zabak's like, well, I can breathe out my butthole, you know. What the? All right, well, you want to can breathe out of her butt. If you want to smell this, that's fine. That's, I can't, I can't smell anything out of my butt. All right. <laughs> it's true. You can look it up. I don't want to look it up. We're talking about a mythical creature called a turtle, not exactly. turtles. Exactly. How? Nowhere similar? in the no, description no, no. of a turtle did I hear. Or read that they so, can smell so out then the that, back end. That would be up to player discretion then. That so, would be up to DM no, discretion. No, 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 no. Biologically, in real life, turtles can breathe out the buttholes. This thing is based on a real life critter. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down on this. 
Turtles can breathe out. Turtles can breathe out their buttholes. Okay. Yeah, Whenever you watch as the back is just standing there, just face to ash. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So the back just goes, <clears throat> sticks her two big fingers in her nostrils, and you hear, you just hear a whistling. Lester is staring at her horrified, like, bruh. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to that John Panette routine when he took the herbs for, uh, <laughs> for the, the Atkins diet and yeah. called like, the lady up from, like, the bathroom. The colon's hour, clean! Like, My colon is clean. I'm sending back the rest of the herbs. My butt whistles when I walk now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So the back's covered. Okay, so Esther's just like she pulls her, she, she grabs so, one of the napkins and just ties it like a bandana over her face. Do you guys come down this way or do you continue this way? Because uh, you have the toxic smell coming from this way. Man, I don't for now I'm avoiding the toxic smell. Yeah, if I, I if I have an option to there. avoid it, I'm going to avoid it for now. Okay. Yeah, because the back's like that's probably a good idea. We kind of want to go down there. Or no, it'd be more like, I don't want to go down there. Okay. The music can be heard louder now, and it's echoing from down this way. Well, let's go that that way. way. For the the time being, we head that way. Alright. Towards the music. As we get further away, Mercer... Mercer is a rock gnome, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hmm, okay. So, we're going to bring you guys... Is this the same order you wanted to be in? Or do you want Mercer to go up front? That's I'm fine with that. That's fine for now. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. Quick question: hmm. Have the effects of that effectively one bottle of wine wore off on Esther? For an hour, it's been about twenty minutes. Oh frick! Okay. Remember, you're only at disadvantage on skill checks right, right now. Right, 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 right. So you get to right here. And ghostly harp music emanates from the darkened chamber ahead of you, where you see spectral dancers practice a complex choreography in the center of the room, their ethereal blue forms wavering as they flow around each other. It's hard to estimate how many there are because they continually fade in and out of sight as they swirl through the room. These specters are captives that agreed... Oh, you don't know that part. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, what do you guys do? Esther's like, oh, um, you know, maybe we should take our chances with the acid. And she's like backing away like, uh. So she backs up to Esther here. Esther is um, actually terrified of ghosts. Back's like, what are you even doing? Get back here. They're not going to hurt you. They're just ghosties. You can't even touch them. Go ahead and try, Mercer says. Yeah, Esther's like, nah, man, I ain't messing with that. I don't know. You know, I messed with the Ouija board once when I was like 10. That stuff. I'm not, nope, nope. And she's heading back towards the acid. (sighs) The bat grabs her. Hold on, no. She's already back here. All right, okay. Oh, yeah, the bat's all the way in front, so Mm -hmm. couldn't reach her anyway. Oh, wait. What'd you Celine, do? Where you go get her? Celine grabs her. Ah, let me go, man. Uh, here. 
She takes out another strip of cloth, ties her down, dries. Now you can't see him. Man, that makes it worse. That doesn't. That's contrary to your belief. That doesn't make it better. Oh, I tried worse. to help. Um, well, do you want to be burned alive by acid? Oh man, I don't, just, you know at this point it's toss up. Pulls out a coin, flips a coin. Here. <laughs> Somebody call what? it in the air. Heads. Heads for acid. Tails. Oh. Ghost it is. Come on. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> so you can be in the back. So you. you <sighs> She's like trying not to hyperventilate into the back. It's just like. Okay, let's go. Mercer, like, you know, gently, you know. Okay. Now, as you guys get get a little bit closer, the spirits are silently <clears throat> trying to invite you to join them, beckoning with ghostly fingers. <laughs> Esther is vehemently shaking her head. No. Okay, so here's my question. With Celine being the bard, how is she, is she proficient Esther, in dancing? Esther is holding her hand. Or is it just a general just, perform- uh, per- performance? Is just... So, so any type of a performance she's pretty familiar with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Esther's holding on to Celine's hand very tightly. Yep. Come on. Let's oh, go. Man. Don't let him get me, man. I'll do my best. Okay, thanks. Mercer, gently, you know, kind of, you know, to the back of, uh, to the back. Go. I'm going, I'm going. Come on, Mercer. So you guys it. do go in and you yeah. start... Dancing. Yeah, right? we're gonna, the back, well, the back isn't particularly great. Are we dancing so. or are we just trying to make it through? We're gonna try to make it through, but like dance our way through. Yeah. Mercer's gonna do that like horrible dance where he's just like finger guns. Austin. Oh, Austin Powers. As he's just kind of walking through. Esther's <laughs> like Esther's got her eyes shut very tightly as she's. Gripping Celine's hand for dear, li- dear life, doing the disco finger. <laughs> I just realized this is uh, Calvacodas, the oh. miniature. Cool. I didn't even realize that was him. Stay alive! Stay alive! Ah, stay alive! <laughs> okay. I don't have any other ghastly, ghostly figures. Um, so, we're going to have this in here. I think I have a ghost in my bowl over there. Hey. I think you have a couple, actually. You have some zombies and stuff. Yeah. There's a ghost right there. And do I have a specter in here? If anything, I can use the magic screwdriver for this, too. Let's say I got this. What is that? An Alpi, but it's very wispy, like a. I'll just use the Magnus Ghost. It's it'll be easier. Ghost. I mean, we we know it's it's not Magnus in here. Well, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, now we have. Is Magnus back in your head? Yeah, Magnus has always been with Mercer. Yeah. He silently travels with Mercer unless he absolutely needs to step in and say something. Right, 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 right. What the freak is that thing? Flip it over so it's on the bottom. Oh my god, that's terrifying. It's like mm-hmm. a bone claw. Alright, so you, oh you guys god. all came in here and you start trying to dance with them? Yeah. Alright, so while they are ghost-like creatures, as long as you're dancing with them, mm-hmm. everything is fine. But you occasionally will feel like a hand or something kind of guide you 
into the dance. Mm-hmm. And every time you see an opportunity to try to make it for the door, you feel that movement push you away from the door and continue into the dance and everything. Oh, crap. But as long as you're dancing with them, they slowly start to whisper to you as if to try to tell you that um, the lich that has kept them there has told them, if you dance for me, I will set you free. So they want you to join in the dance in hopes that they are set free. Man, they're not going to set you free. Mercer is Mercer's yeah. going to do his little you know, Mercer cha-cha slide, and he's going to attempt to cha-cha slide right on out. Everybody, we got to make a break for the door. Ask your bolts for the door. Okay, so... Um, And Celine knows that uh, both Mercer and Esther are not the greatest dancers. So one round she'll go, I got you. And then the next round she'll go, I got you too. And you both have bark inspiration. Sweet. Okay, Esther so... bolts for the door. Bye. Um, if you guys want, you can, well... If you're going to try to successfully make your way through the room without any injury, I need performance checks. Yeah, Celine's just going to go on her natural skills. Oh, okay. Uh, 16 from Celine. That makes it. What, it, what would I roll if I got... It's a performance check. It's an actual have, skill. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Charisma. Uh, 18 for Zabak. You are still at... Oh, Zabak. That makes it. Wait, is Zabak the one who's drunk? No, no Esther is. Esther. Okay. Esther is not going to even try. She she bolts for the other door. Like, bye. Mercer gets a 16. He just... Okay. Yep. He's grooving, man. So, <laughs> yeah. hey, so Mercer, Celine, and Zabak all just going with the dance and everything. They make it. They feel a hand touch them, right? Mm-hmm. Two things happen. One, they each take a point of necrotic damage, but simultaneously they also feel an empowerment of blessing come onto oh. them. Okay. You have a uh, you have a blessing of performance, which allows you to have an additional one d four on your next performance check. Wait. Hang on, let me reread that again. Blessed characters add 1d4 to charisma performance checks in the future. Uh, when the blessing is activated, the performance gains an eerie magical effect, such as a ghostly reverberation in the music, trailing ethereal waves within the dance, or basso profundo rumbling in their voice. The effect lasts uh-huh. for one month. Wow. So within, within a month, we have this. Yes, and the three of you make it safely through to right here. Esther bolts for the door, and uh, now yeah, three when, specters are pissed at her. When Esther hears keep dancing and the master will let us go, she's like, uh, no. Yeah, so you get stopped by three specters, and Celine. you go into initiative. Oh, crap, no. I'll dance, I'll dance. She backs up. I'll dance, and she starts, like. Okay, give me a pers- performance check. Oh, and. Depending on your roll, you can add a d6 if you need to. If you feel you you didn't I'm, make it. I'm, I'm, now, wait, wait, wait. I'm at disadvantage. Yes. So roll again. Oh, crap. I'm gonna. Uh, eight. No. Oh, man. 
you failed the check, they don't try to attack you, though, as long as you start trying to dance. Tom, dancing! Until Celine make... looks at you and goes, Tom? You got this! Okay! Do the cha-cha slide! Okay! You get Two hops is time! <laughs> Two hops is time! Crisscross! Everybody make... clap your hands! <laughs> so basically, this is one of those... You either have to fight the three specters or you have to make a successful performance check to get out of there. Okay. <laughs> another dance check trying to escape. Oh, man. This is gonna... Do I have another? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You have, you, that's Ooh. where charisma, though. Huh? You have, you, you, you're, what's your charisma score? My charisma. That's the back. What am I doing? Uh, Three. Three. You're not proficient in it, so eight, nine, ten, eleven... Plus six makes 17. 17. Is that the lower of the two yes, rolls? Yes, that is the lower of the lower two rolls. Okay, so now you make it. Yeah. And they start dancing with you, and you feel that hand, one point of necrotic damage, <laughs> and you get the performance blessing. That At that point, she hits the door and it's... Bye! So you get the performance blessing, which adds an additional 1d4 to any performance <laughs> checks you make, and that lasts for a month. Celine turns to them bows gracefully and then turns and walks off <laughs> All right. well we hope you enjoyed this episode if you want to learn more about us you can find us on facebook at the larp channel until next time stay safe and have fun